the Dead Set Legends are up in a sec, thanks to Newtown Toyota, who have been catering to all your automotive needs for over 30 years. Uh, Triple M, Dead Set Legends, Saturday morning. It's raining outside. Shouldn't be much more for the rest of the day. My people at the Squawky Parrot app have nah. told me. Yeah, good morning, Brittany Taylor. Good morning, Xavier Ellis. And if you don't know what he's talking about, last night at the footy, I became a bit of a weather the presenter weather yeah. because Rain Parrot, I'm telling rain you now, parrot. here's the hot tip. If you ever need to know when the rain is coming, just download Rain Parrot because it's to the minute. Now, nah, that was spectacular. Now, obviously, after that crap Fremantle served up last night, Mick Barlow hasn't turned up this morning. So, um, Mick, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Oh, and I'm, we've got I'm him. I'm here. I'm feeling very blue right. after a really poor performance by Freo. And I feel, you know, when you have a feeling about a show coming into the Dead Set Legends yeah. every Saturday morning, yep. I've got a feeling that it's, that it's two on one and, and there's a gang up happening and the gang up is on me. So, well, so to play I'm the feeling picture, a bit Brittany, blue we're not happy with well. you. No, and we, we're not happy about one thing, which is a disgrace. And we'll get to that later. But... Also not happy that every Saturday morning I have to come in here 45 minutes early for you to uh, bumble your way around technology. Uh, so right now, you are listening to us through a mobile phone call mm. and then talking into a microphone and your headphones aren't working from your end. Is that right? I look like a DJ at Tomorrowland. Yeah. I've, got, um, I've got my phone to the ear. I've yeah. got my, the, head, the headphones are up around kind of uh, my skull. Yeah. And then I've got the, obviously, the, the panel in front of me and the microphone in front. So, I'm, look, I'm not going that well. It's a new studio here in Melbourne. Uh, I needed the compass to find the studio. Yeah. I got to the studio that Leachie, our producer, had booked. Yeah. And um, they were still working on it. So, yeah. it was under construction. Who was working and on there it? Was, well, there's two blokes uh, speaking Japanese to each other, and oh, I thought, I thought this actually might make a little bit more sense than what I usually <laughs> yeah. dish up on a Saturday morning. Absolutely. Now, uh, and for those who also just don't really understand how it works, any sort of technology issue amongst Triple M, we don't have anyone here that fixes it in Perth. We do a little <laughs> call to, it goes off the moon via Mars, and then someone gets it probably in um, America, who then spits it to China, who then spits it back to Sydney, <laughs> and then they say, no, we can't really help you. So that's why Mick Barlow's on the mobile And this is why we're phone. in the predicament that yeah. we're in. Yeah, and, and that's not Mick's biggest predicament of the week. But no, anyway, it, it's we'll not. get and to that later. Zave has a bone to pick with Mick. I've just had word that the beacon we sent from Perth has just landed on Mars, <laughs> so um, the text will get to it at some stage. By so the again, second hour, we should be okay. Uh, yeah, Mickey Barlow, gee whiz. I, I, just said, I did say during that song. I don't know what anyone's paid on a Saturday morning, but I'm just not, <laughs> not as much sure as you. it's worth it as we speak about it. Because one, it's hard working with Mick. Two, it's really hard working with Mick when he's not switched on. But <laughs> When is he ever switched on? No, well, I mean, actually working. When it's not working for us, it's much harder. But uh, let's talk last night. Brittany, you were on the boundary line. Yes. And I didn't know this until last weekend. You're actually on the field these days. Yes, these days. So previously, we had been amongst the common patrons. Had you had trouble? Because I believe that we'd been moved. Oh, that yes. we'd been moved. The boundary had been moved because of a little bit of trouble that had been going on. That's right. So in the bay that we're in, it's particularly it was the Frio games that were the problem. Um, a bunch of young guys who would, as soon as you'd lift the microphone up to talk, they would be very quick to uh, be yelling expletives, be tapping uh. you on the shoulder, say, "Excuse me, love, can you drink?" at the, at right. the footy. Do you yeah. want a drink? Da, da, they were hooli- Pains in the arse. Hooligans. Oh, yeah, hooligans, um, yep. And so we were moved to the boundary. But I think that might be a little bit more dangerous, to be honest, because there were a few times the ball was sailing towards me. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm going to get cleaned up at some stage. No, nah, you just stand your ground, Britt. 
Well, I'm in a chair, so that's a problem. And the, the rules are do not move Don't from leave. your chair. Do not leave your post. Is there and, actually rules yes, and stuff? Yes, there are rules that say you sit down unless told to stand, unless someone is taking a set shot where you are going to be impeding. Then you there, move. Then you move. There was Ooh, a you've funny done a, one. You've uh, done a full rules and regulations slot with uh, the Boundary Riders Convention. That's exactly right. You have to. Mick, there was a funny one. I just actually saw it on Instagram the other day when uh, – Remember when Zach Merritt, I think it was, pulled Nick Nat's hair? Can you remember that fight that broke out? Anyway, it broke yep. out right on top of me. And there's oh. a photo of me standing up, <laughs> like like I'm partially involved, but really I was just scared shitless that I was going to get belted. But I only saw that yesterday. Hey, Mick, the footy last night. Uh, ah, the floor's yours, mate. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, they were poor. Yeah, Frio, Frio were really poor. And I think Britt down there on boundary side probably would have been better out in the field. Like, there was... A real lack of creativity from Frio with the ball in hand, wasn't there? They were, they were slow, they were predictable, uh, and they just played into Melbourne's hands when they had the footy. But on the other side of the coin, you were there live, Dave. How did it look around the contest, the red and the blue versus the retro Dockers? Uh, one team looked like they could win the premiership. The other one looked like they couldn't. Uh, they were as clean as a whistle. Uh, Melbourne, the main thing, Mick, and it's something you would have practiced and Fremantle were brilliant at it in your time, was when the contest was heated, Melbourne picked it up firstly clean and mm. then secondly got a handball out cleanly to someone in a better position. Uh, Fremantle just spun it around a thousand times until they got turned over or Melbourne nailed the tackle and there was no move. Like it was you, you ball up or Melbourne were going to win it yeah. cleanly. There was no uh, take the tackle on and then pierce a nice clean handball out to someone. It was not my uh, pressure, 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 turnover, whereas Melbourne – Christian Petrarca and those guys. The only bloke who fumbled last night for Melbourne was arguably their best player, Larry Oliver, who's obviously had a broken thumb. So um, no, they were just so clean in the contest and so hard. Uh, and uh, Fremantle just couldn't stand up to the pressure. And Freo put work into Oliver with a bit of a tag by James A. You look at the numbers after the game and you see Brody has 35. You see, yeah, Mundy, Mundy was Freo's best player from in my opinion, at yeah, 37 years of age. He had 36 possessions, kicked a couple out on the full, just tried to get Yeah, four. Just tried to get full. Just tried to get Brit involved a couple of times, <laughs> yeah. I think, with, I was with ready. ball in hand. But if you had said to me last night, 44 players. Who no, was rank, going to kick it out on the full? one to 44, who's yeah. going to kick it out in the full It'd four the times? Yeah, Dave Mundy would be seated number 44. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> there was a bit of heat there last night there as was, well. There How was. funny between the Brayshaws. I like that. <laughs> it reminded me of the Selwood boys. Yeah. Um, I remember Adam trying to deck Joel and then Joel getting up and decking Adam. But uh, <laughs> What do you reckon mum and dad sit back and go, oh, uh, Yeah, well, also, they're probably thinking, well, at least they're not going to get knocked out doing that. Like, yeah. they're, they're sort of a little bit playful. They're going to look at the one. The one thing, Mick, that uh, I did know, when the heat was on, and Melbourne did turn up and, mm. and had a fiery start to them. Yeah. I don't think that's suited Frio. I, just, I don't look at Frio and go, that's going to put, like, Melbourne are going to be frightened or nervous about what's going to happen. I think mm. the Clarks and the Aishas, uh, Akers, those sort of guys, um, and Andy Brayshaw to a degree, outside, like, they don't want to be caught up wrestling and heated contact. They want to be out and running into space. I know the weather got a bit. Bit gloomy, but um, the short the short kicks to forty five to Andy, and I love Andy as much as anybody in Perth. Forty one dollars for the Brown. I've been on yeah, board. Yeah, you have been since day. I've been only in Australia that was on board from the start. <laughs> but those short 45, 15 meters where you don't play on or take any sort of aggression with your kicking, I, I think they've yep. got to get eliminated from their game. It's funny well, too well, because we spoke to Bailey Fritch after the game, and he said that they went in with that aggressive mindset. Yeah, that's yeah, their plan. Attack. Aggressive mindset, and last week, what was it for Freo? It was six goals, 10-52, and last night, you know, they, they score sub-50, so scoring's Sorry, a big the issue. what was the score last week, Mick? 
Uh, oh, let's go with 610. Well, Hang on. 46. No, numbers aren't your strong point. Mick, we love this week. 71521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521521
which is stepping out. Uh, we get told Shannon Hearn used to say swim between the flags, Mick. And uh, <laughs> I think for some reason you've grabbed the surfboard and gone outside the flags by putting a graph down. He said that we've misinterpreted it. You yeah. can't misinterpret data. <laughs> no, no, the stats. Yeah, The stats are there the stats and we're lie. here to pick them apart. So now you've gone Josh Kennedy and the stats are disposals, marks, marks inside 50, contestant marks and goals. Yeah. Right. A bit of research. Run, yeah. bit run of, me bit through of the percentage craft. change. Well, I'm just going to go straight to uh, – we'll go – And conte- I'll do a bit of we'll, quick, quick math. You do, we'll go contestant. Mark. So Josh Kennedy prior to this year was sat at 1.4 contested marks. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's now down to 0.7. So he's gone from 1.4. Yeah, a little bit of a drop off. Yeah, so that's bit of a, a drop off. Uh, 50% decrease. 50%. So Mick in red riding's got a 100% decrease. Mick. 100%. <laughs> if something reduces 100%, it goes back to zero. So, so Mick, that, that's wrong. Uh, okay. Then we're going to go to uh, Marks. Josh Kennedy, 5.6 early in his career. 2002, 3.6. You've got down a 56% drop, so over mm. half. It's a 36% drop. <laughs> Only 20% yeah, di- off there, Mick. D- uh, division, was, division wasn't my strong point. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And then we'll just quickly fire to Mark's inside 50. That's an important stat. 2.7 uh, early in his career, down to two. You've given it the uh, 35% drop. It's a 30%. No, no, it's not. It's a 20, 26%. 26%. Yeah. Mick, well done, mate. So, You're within 10% so, there. That's so, a good one. So I'd I, I just like to, again, at the West Australian, we're a team, and I write the article. I write it raw. I write it raw. I, I use, um, I outsource a little bit of responsibility with the numbers. Um, so as a team, my team there at the West Australian will sit down on Monday and just go through a little bit of a review process, as we've done as a team here on the Dead Set Legends. I'll, I'll put my hand up. I've... Mucked up a couple there around Josh Kennedy, one of the greats of the West Coast Eagles. You mucked up five from five. And I would like to um, – I've actually just jotted down some notes whilst you've been uh, absolutely um, going hard at me. To Josh Kennedy, his family, as well as the Northampton community, my intention was not to bury a great of the game. It was actually to promote his worth to the West Coast Eagles and all the good he has done. Where would they be without J.K.? as well as Jack Redden and Jan Hearn, who are in the article, is being uh, lauded for their years. But uh, on behalf of myself and my team there at the West Australian, you'll have a retraction on page 12 on Tuesday, <laughs> right at the bottom, uh, just acknowledging just a couple of missed stats there, JK. So I, I, I apologise. You're going well. You're a great of the club. You're a great of the game. You'll be rested this week. Uh, maybe with a little bit of a, a dented ego after reading the article on Wednesday. <laughs> He's had a mental You'll bounce back next week. Yeah. All right, Mick. Thanks for that, mate. Uh, there we Best go. Now, me. I've just spoken to Nick Rin, mate. I don't know what you're taking. What you take and put in your pocket for Dead Set Legends that we do this morning and also the West, but you won't have either job next week. So enjoy. <laughs> Isn't your daddy needs it? No, mm, unfortunately, <laughs> when you serve this up, Unlucky there's a price to pay. Isn't it, isn't it one strike and you, you just get the next It's not the next AFL, mate. No three-strike policies. Oh, Triple M. Okay. He'll load up and there he goes. This will be the game. It's time for Dead Set Legends Game of Games. Here we go. Game of Games with a $100 Repco voucher on the line. One of our uh, esteemed uh, listeners here will be taking that home. Depending on who they pick and who wins Game of Games, the game where I give the boys five AFL players, they tell me how many games they have played. Simon from Duncraig, good morning to you. Good morning. All right, who do you want to play for you today, Zave or Mick? 
I'm going to go the underdog, Mick. Oh, my That's goodness. That's a great call. There is a first time for everything on oh. this show. Simon, Simon, I know I'm, I'm all in bad inclusiveness and stuff, but you've just given away a $100 Repco voucher. <laughs> no, no, I feel confident for him today. Okay, I like that, Simon. Are you a Fremantle supporter? No, I'm West Coast. Oh, okay, oh, nice. Okay. But he, he's the fantasy pig, though. He is oh, a pig. I love, I love that. Off Simon, can I just ask, uh, West Coast, when will they bounce back in the, the top eight? Within the next five, within the next ten years, please? Oh, it's got to be the next five. They're, they're one of the top clubs, aren't they? They will bounce back quickly, in my opinion. Yeah. Good work, Simon. Yeah. Look, like good it. to have you on board. Let's do it. Darren from Lakelands, good morning to you. Good morning. How are we? You a Frio Eagles supporter? Who do you go for? Uh, Eagles. Okay. Sorry, Darren, mate. You're left with me, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I was actually going to pick you. Oh, no, so no, of course you were. Oh, I know that, They Dave. just set that up perfectly. Yeah, I know that, Dave. That's Let's... exactly what he wanted to hear from you. A bit of magic. You. Anything at Repco you got your eyes on, Dazzlington? Uh, my car actually just almost broke down, so yeah. Oh, we'll fix that up this afternoon. Oh, Perfect. Done. Okay, here we go. Winner of the Moorish Medal in 94, joining Essendon in 95, and gave us the mark of the year in 2001, Gary Moorcroft. Gary Moorcroft. Mick, do you want to go first, please? I, I can't see you, so you're probably Googling, but go. I trust yeah, Gary, you. Gary Moorcroft. So mark of the year. I've gone pretty early on the themes. Marks of the year. So Excellent Gary work. Moorcroft, Essendon, uh, played footy in the northern parts yeah, of Melbourne like for a, a while as well. Or something, yeah. St- still may even be playing um, little Gary Moorcroft, but I'm going to go with 131. Okay, I'm just going to go straight away with like an 87. Okay. They're locked and loaded. Team save. I'm a high-energy guy. He's got some class. There you go, Daz. 98 games. Oh. Nine, 95 at Essendon, three at Melbourne. Disappointed getting within 11. Right. Mm, not good enough by me. <laughs> Number two. Bad luck, Simon. Graduated from Christchurch Grammar oh, yeah. in 99. Oh, yeah. Joined Hawthorne for two seasons, then headed to the Dockers oh. and took Mark of the Year Lukey. in 2005 Lukey. in a Western Derby, Luke McFarlane. Well, this is a bit unfair because Mick played 10 years with this guy. But uh, Luke McFarlane, saw him last night, actually. He was a fantastic footballer, part of the Trent Crow, Luke Hodge uh, scenario. I'm going to go Luke McFarlane played, played 271 games. Luke McFarlane, Fremantle champion. Um, did he win best and fairest and stuff, Mick? Uh, did he win best and fairest? He was always up in the top couple. Top I always couple. say, I always say that Luke McFarlane. You know, you speak about Pavlich, you speak about Fife, but McFarlane is right up around that uh, top echelon of Docker. Just off the bat, he was never beaten, Boys. never beaten, we, maybe uh, once in his career. We got so. a little bit of feedback yeah, during we did, the week yeah, about so this segment, quicker, and just Mick. needing to make this a bit hey, quicker. And you guys have just given two hundred eighteen full oh, summation. A lot. Oh, I didn't consider that. Team save. I'm a high-energy guy. He's got some class. 256. 256, Mick. That is so disrespectful to a club champion. 12 at Hawthorne. Start the car. 244 at Fremantle. Yeah, there you go. Start the car, Daz, mate. We're one foot in Repco. (laughs) Pick 16 in the 98 AFL draft. yes. Went to the Adelaide Crows, a Mm. prolific goal scorer and high flyer who took a mark of the year in 2009, Mm. Brett Burton. Oh, the bird, man. Mick, go. Fire away. The Birdman played a lot of footy for Adelaide. Let's go 189. Yeah. 189, mate. I think he was closer to 300. I'm going to go 290. Ooh. Team Mickey. It's my best time of the week. Oh. 240. 177. The Birdman. Oh. A mile 
off. I thought he was a part of the McLeod Edwards uh, Rusciuto 300 Club. Yep. Fe- feedback to go quicker. Let's roll. Let's Here go. we go. <laughs> Momentum like is your friend. No, rushed and suffered, yeah. Currently at Hawthorne, but started at Port Adelaide. Won the best and fairest at the Power in 2013 and took Mark of the Year in 2014, Chad Wingard. Oh, the Chad. The Chad. Uh, he missed a fair bit of footy at Port. Remember Clarkson said when uh, Hawthorne was flying, if he'd pick any player in the competition, who would he have? He said Chad Wingard and ended up with him. I only go that Chad Wingard's played 180 games of AFL football. Yeah, I'll win this because he played his 200th recently. I'm going to go 201. Oh, well done. Team Mickey. It's my best time oh. of the week. Oh. 204. So a few few extra games since that milestone. 147 mm. at Port Adelaide and 57 at Hawthorne oh, currently. Just, yeah, right. So we've brought it to a tie break. You couldn't actually script this game. I swear we don't plan this, but every week well, it helps we seem to get helps when Mick grabs his phone out when he's 2 nil down. I was thinking that. All right, here we go. The Sorry, Daz, I'm dealing with a cheat. Simon and Darren, this is for the win. <laughs> Debuting for the West Coast Eagles in round 14, 2002 against Geelong, was part of the Eagles' grand final team in 2005 and reached the skies to take mark of the year in 2004. Sex. It's Ashley Sampy. It's me, isn't it? Yeah. It's me. Ashley Sampy. I can see you now on the screen, no. Nick, so put your phone away. Eyes are up top. One, three, three. One, three, three. I reckon he's less than that. I reckon one. I don't even know if he got to 100, but I'm going to go on, one, on. two, one. One, twenty-one. Team Zave wins. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do. I didn't think he got to 100, but I wasn't sure. I was Daz. surprised. I thought over oh. 100 for sure. Sam. 78 games. There you go. Daz, well done, mate. Uh, congratulations. $100 Repco voucher. Go fix that car this afternoon. Thank you, guys. Nah. Lovely to see you. Oh, and thanks man, for playing, mate. Simon. Sorry, Mickey, let you down. Oh, Sam's nowhere near 100. I knew that. Yeah. Oh. No, mate. <laughs> and that's why you come to the great. You don't hang around a loser. <laughs> Those with the touch, choose Tab Touch. Better your bet and download Tab Touch today. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help on 1800 858 858. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Sending you into the weekend with a winner in your hand. Oh, you beauty. This is Brit's Best. Oh, this is the time we try and make you a little bit of money on a Saturday afternoon. And the good news from last week is we didn't lose anything because the races were... Cancelled. So that's uh, all right. We keep it. We stash it. We, we cash just it. We go kept again. Our little fifty dollars, and uh, well, we can go again today. We've got a bit in the pool now. Yeah, I reckon we're a few thousand. Yeah, we've got a little bit in there. So let's continue to build on that. And I am going today at Belmont race number six. A horse called Mood Swings. This horse was really Mood good. Swings first up. owned by my wife. <laughs> It's not the first time that joke's been made today. I saw a little bit of action on Twitter earlier today that was around that same sort of sentiment. Well, come on. I I tried my best. Mick enjoyed it. I really did enjoy that. This horse was first up, uh, no trial, uh, and was huge. So think with benefit from that run, Mood Swings can be winning a race number six, around the $3.10 mark. But if that can't get the job done, we're also going to go to the last. Oh, you're splitting. Yep. We're going to have something else on here. Right. This horse is around $11. Vital flirt. We like that. I'm just thinking, at the very end of the race meeting, 
on a heavy nine. We may even be a 10 by then. This horse is a swimmer. Just loves when it loves is. Loves the slop. Absolutely. So Vital Flirt finished second last start. Uh, loomed like she was going yeah. to win. Unfortunately, just peaked on her run. We thought maybe pre-race was going to be just a fraction short. Yep, I did. I spoke to the the rep from the the stable and they said, oh, I just think she might be half a run short for this one. Who's on top? Uh, It is Jason Whiting on board. Yep. I just think with the benefit of that run that maybe Vital Flirt can uh, run us a bit of a race at $11. So they're my two bets at Belmont, but... It's not about what I pick, let's be honest. It's about mm. this. Saves money. Put in. Saves money. Take out. Saves money. You put it in. And you take it back out. And that's what it's all about. Simple as that. No, don't. Uh, Tad Touch's lawyers have been in contact with my lawyers. <laughs> they reckon what I'm doing to them is unfair and illegal at the moment because I've just been putting it in, taking and it taking out. taking it Willy, willy, nilly. They say, can you put well, They end up saying... So I put the bet on, Britt. Mm-hmm. Straight away, my phone will ring. We'll say, look, we, we, we'll give you a 75% payout already. Just please don't take the full 100 without it even going to war. It's unbelievable. Hey, anyway. and you, you, you did mention, Zave, the mood swings bet um, owned by your wife, Em. Yeah. During the week, yep. you, you took time out of your day and made Em look after kids for two hours whilst you did a... I think it was a two-hour podcast for Fantasy 40. Footy. Oh, now 40, yeah. So, oh, this was so, so I'm funny. thinking... And if you we can get the visuals up of Zay Vallis on that podcast, it was getting into the late parts of the second hour, Brittany Taylor, <laughs> and he needed to go. He needed to get out Which and actually I reprieve. Like I tried to be as reasonable, like as kind as I could, but I actually had to go. He had meetings. <laughs> he had to go. And there's the Zoom link of this podcast, and Zave is talking fluff about this fantasy podcast, and you can see him just, just winding his fingers, winding his fingers, saying, you know, the radio craft stuff. Keep this short. Got to go, well, pretty much. In the radio business, we we do a lot of yeah, uh, gestures. Yeah. Short, where sharp, we just quick, show rap, the, the all little, that sort of stuff. Wrap it up, which is what just about the finger circling the in the end. I've got to run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my the, the running on the spot was my favourite. And Xavier oh. Ellis, th- this is where you neglecting your family for two hours comes in handy for Brit's best segment because you're going to go the fantasy, I feel. Yeah, I'm going fantasy. We're going to go 100 points for these three players. We multi them up, and Tab Touch do have a wonderful little get-yourself-a-happy-little-boost, which is amazing. So get on the app, away you go. Okay, talk to me. So we're going to go the Crisper. Mm-hmm. Jack Crisp. I Jack Crisp. had a brilliant season, but I can just tell you today, fine weather, Port Adelaide, who just go. The Crisp is a beautiful footballer. Jack Crisp's going to have 100 points. Mm-hmm. Then we go to, at least you got a spider on your shoulder. What do you mean? Teamwork. No, he doesn't. Oh, he does. He does. Oh, it's just a daddy long legs. <laughs> you probably planned you it there. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that's stung you. You know uh, what? We have digressed a lot in we this have, sorry, 100 segment. points. Josh Kelly. Uh, Josh Kelly, wonderful footballer. Battle of the Bridge. So Josh Kelly will have 100. We're going to finish it off with a, a bit of a fantasy pig. It's been a bit down mm. this year, but uh, Tom Mitchell will have your 100. That'll pocket you for my little 50, $378. So... Oh, sorry, oh, Tab Touch. 378 from your account going straight into mine because I'm putting it in and I'm going to take it straight back out. That was Brit's best for Tab Touch. Nick, are you there, mate? Just checking oh. that the signal's gone via Russia now. We're sort of heading back over the, the Asian continent uh, and back in towards Australia. Are you with us? Oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm hanging on. Hanging by a thread because I've, we gave a good tease as to something really juicy is coming up from your end. I'm oh, ready. Oh, not juicy. Not juicy. But I, Brittany, would you say as much as we have a bit of fun and you know, we're a team? We are. 
Sometimes, I don't know, last night when you just said no, I kisses <laughs> Yeah, but I mean that, so much, that, that but, comes mm-hmm. from the bottom of my heart. Like, I, I, as a friend, but, that's but what I want. But you despise me and you wish the worst for me, yep. But like Cal, part of the team out there on the phones. You, part of the team. Yeah. Uh, me, part of the team. Mick Barlow, Sometimes as much as he's a walking cock up, he's still part of the team. <laughs> And, of course, the linchpin of the whole operation yep. is Leachie. Leachie's part of the team. And I thought, you know, thick. some of the conversations we've had in here, um, all sorts of stuff we speak about. Oh, of course. Um, and, and what's said in the Triple M in studio. In the vault, stays in the vault. It, yep. it doesn't go Fort anywhere else. So uh, Monday morning, I'm cock-a-hoot walking through the uh, radio station here in Subi, uh, waving to everyone and, hey. You're a high-energy guy. No, I'm a high-energy sort of guy. <laughs> uh, waving to everyone, Mick, and, you know, imagine embracing everyone, asking yep. about everyone's weekend. Uh, you were not going around. Yeah, then uh, offered everyone yeah, well, a drink I, of water, I coffees. I uh, didn't want a toasty. I'm going to the cafe. I want to join me for a toasty. All Does this that... sort of stuff was going yep. on. My hook, everyone. Leachy's sitting there going, oh, look at him. Smiling to Leachy. I've given him a bit of a shoulder rub on the way past because he sits on the way out. All this sort of business. Anyway, I get uh, as I'm hey, on the way out. Zave, Zave, really quickly. Was this whilst Danielle uh, Shuey was uh, babysitting your kids? No, that was Wednesday. That was on Wednesday. Uh, but then on the way out, uh, Tim Arnold, our boss, uh, says, X, can I just grab you for a minute, mate? And I said, oh, this would be good. It'd probably contracts. Probably got to put another zero on it. <laughs> anyway, so oh, I say, yeah. You mate. know when you're called into the principal's office that it's only ever going to be a bad Thing. Okay, so that's where I was wrong. I thought it was going to be a good thing. <laughs> anyway, Tim Arnold goes, oh, it's, um, how'd you go Saturday morning? I said, oh, team was good, team effort. Uh, you know, probably Brit was best on, then Mick, and I dragged the train. But tell you what, Leachie, one day, Tim, if you ever retire as content director, I'd love to put Leachie's name forward. He's a star. <laughs> anyway, Tim says, oh, mate, what condition were you in on Saturday morning? I said, what? He goes, what condition were you in on Saturday morning? The same condition as every I other said, Saturday mate, morning. I, I bounced out of bed, looking forward to get on air. He goes, Leachy said you were hungover. Leachy oh, said no. you were really hungover on Saturday morning. Oh, no. You've thrown him under the bus. Thrown no, me was, under that, the bus, Mick. That was uh, three or four Saturday mornings ago. Last week you were just probably at 80%. <laughs> yeah, three or four Saturdays ago, 40%. But, <laughs> mate, I think you, you, you operate and... You provide two hours of great content and then you go home and you give your family your real bottom end stuff. Yeah, so Mick, I, I think honestly you serve up absolute shit every morning. But I tell people you're fantastic. How's Mick? Oh, he is one of the best broadcasters I've ever laid my eyes on. He's growing. He's it's a sensation. Brittany, don't worry about that. You are Class. a star. Class. Superstar. That's all I respond to everyone. And Bruce this is Leachy. what we do in the family. Leachy smiles at me, looks me in the eyes. Ask how my weekend was. Ask how my fa- how the audacity to ask how my family was. Ask how the kids were. <laughs> knowing, knowing I was oh. about to get the soil just topped on top of me as I'm slowly dying here at Triple and then M. And I bet when he walked out of the office too, he just had a little yeah, wry yeah. grin. No, a little grin. A bit of a power play by mm. Leachy. So, uh, Mick, as a coach, what would you suggest? If one of the players went off uh, kilt and sort of came to you and snitched on someone, what would you say? Well, you... Take the, the feedback from player. So uh, taking the feedback here from Leachy, but then you do say, you, you're a big part of this team, Leachy. You're, you're actually the most <laughs> integral part of this team. So what will come with this is honest conversations with Xavier. Get the team back together. We'll grow from this. Right now we've just dipped a little bit. We power on into next week um, and to finish off this year really strongly. I think we need a team-building day. Huh? Yeah, I think we need a team-building event. A team-building day. Well, Maybe a Friday night drinks. Well, we can enough, all be hungover. That's what I was at last Friday. It was compulsory <laughs> Friday night drinks I had to go to. Which anyway, I wasn't, my, my Let's I go. Say. Yeah, you didn't bother turning up. Because no one invited me. 92.9 oh. Triple M. Let's go to Pearl Jam because I'm about to fight Leachie. Oh, uh, let's go outside.
<laughs> and while we're at it, yeah. you got one job. Get Mick Barlow on the oh. bloody line. All <laughs> morning he's been started. on the phone. Leave Leachy alone. Oh. No, nah, I love you, Leachy. <laughs> Leachy loves his jockeys. Triple M. <laughs> It has been just over two weeks since Lonnie Jennifer entered the world, and I want to know how you're doing as a dad. Have you done plenty of nappy changes? Have you been vomited on? Give us the latest. Yeah, all of that. <laughs> I had in early days the nappies, they're not too bad. It's just, um, you know, a little drippage and whatnot. And drippage. Little, last yeah. night, last night we went from drippage to um, a really heavy one. Yeah. A real type of, you, you you get it and you finish up with it. And you, whoa, geez, you need, you need both hands for that one. How so, do you go with it? Are you you pretty good on no, that pretty front? Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good, especially when it is your own flesh and blood, I suppose. Mm. It's, front to back. It makes it, it, makes it a little bit, yeah, go front to back. I'm that you back. know that, given yeah, you're a father of boys. How good is bed, bath and bottle, Saviour Alice? Is that, the bed, bath and bottle is is my favourite part of the night. You, you you don't do it in that order. I was about to say, go, I think you go yeah. the other way around. Bottle bed. Yeah. Yes, I've got bed. that right. Yeah. But I'm going okay. It's all um all going swimmingly. I kicked over some milk this morning. Um, oh, no. That's... Which actually takes about half an hour to produce. So that wasn't uh How did Riley take that? On. Liquid gold. Um, Not great. So that's why. You know what, guys? All this technology and, and the issues we're having this morning. I'm How actually funny is storm. a cow milker? I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out. I'm going to get out. You've had a guffle, Mick. Because I'm getting treated better at home. <laughs> Under the circumstances Even of a frustrated fiancé and a crying baby than I am here this morning. Mate, how bad are the facilities you've been given this morning? Uh, I can't see anything. I can't hear anything. <laughs> You're on the I, mobile I don't know if you can hear me. Here. Yeah. <laughs> you've done well, Mick, actually. I'm I, in a protest. I reckon go. Yep. I, and, and tell Rusty I said g'day. And Shane Van Gisbergen, big weekend for him, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Triple M, Mick's done. He's had a gutful. Oh, I agree, Mick. It's been an absolute poor setup. So go home, put the feet up and enjoy your day. See you, Mick. We'll carry you. Pedal to the metal. And it's lights out and away we go. This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Oh, my favourite time of the week where we get to talk a little bit of motorsport and gee whiz, there's a lot kicking around this week. And we do it with the man we love, Greg Rust. And of course, if you do love a podcast, grab his podcast, Rusty's Garage, on the listener app. That's L-I-S-T-N-R. Good morning, Rusty. My favourite time of the week, chatting to you good folks too. How are you? Oh, that's because we can't get on to Mick this morning. I love that, Rusty. <laughs> hey, mate, last week we were talking about the possibility of uh, Seb Vettel taking Dan the man's seat. Seven days later, talk about the penthouse to the muckhouse. He's retiring. Yeah, uh, and this is something we have sort of loosely canvassed on the Dead Dead Legend. Mm. So um, the, the notion of him going to McLaren was, was a, a long bow, a very long bow. I think there was... You know, some friends that worked within the team, and that's where people drew that conclusion. We forget he's 35 years old, but we forget that he's been in the game for 15 years. So four world titles, 57 race wins, and 122 podiums. It's been a building period at Aston Martin that hasn't really yielded the results at this stage for him. I just can't see him going anywhere else further down the grid or Mm. whatever. So he's decided to, to do that. A lot of very good support from people like Lewis Hamilton and others on the grid saying, well done. We probably bristled when he battled with Mark Webber, that you can remember in those, yeah, um, of course. In those fierce moments, Malaysia and Turkey and so on. Uh, but I think that's simmered over time, and there's great respect between the, the two of those guys now. So he will, by the sounds of it, go off to do some very, very good things in the areas of uh, you know environmental concern and yeah. sustainable farming, for example. Mid-30s, so plenty of time. Yeah, wow. Correct.
correct. Very interesting indeed. We'll watch what he does. Uh, it sounds like me, Britt. Environmental. Yeah, stuff. you're a good humanitarian news. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rusty, Zave mentioned Dan the Man, and as the F1 Roadshow moves on to Hungary before the uh, European summer break, Ferrari were fast again on Friday, and Dan did look solid. He's top five in oh! practice too. Oh! And Britt, you know how important it is to have a solid first day of, of practice, a good Friday, because that's your that's your your, uh, your leapfrog into the the weekend, if you will, your your, um, your, your building platform. So, uh, Lando Norris actually finished second fastest in oh, that gosh. second practice session. Dan fifth. Um, they're only kind of uh, Dan's only like four tenths or thereabouts off the fastest time by Ferrari. Ferrari's come out of the box, both of them very strong there, and they kind of need to do that because they've had some some frustration and some heartbreak of yeah, late. Yeah, of course. Uh, and, and as you guys know, Max Verstappen just keeps building in this title so race. So what's happened have... with Red Bull this uh, practice? Well, I mean, the, I mean, Max is still very much in uh, in the top five there. Yeah. But those, those guys, I mean, they're a bit of t- probably the, the real talking point about those guys this week is the suggestion that Porsche are going to buy a 50% stake in that team. Um, you know, so that that's a... That's a huge thing for, for Red Bull to have a mark like that involved with them in the, the future of Formula One. And the supercars in South Australia, are, uh, one of the four drivers has pretty much said it's now or never to try and beat Shane Van Gisbergen for the, the title. Bell. Yep, so we're talking about Cam Waters in the in the Monster Mustang. So he's shown of late um, that he's not kind of um, perturbed at all when it comes to the psychology or the, or the mental game. Because, you know, when you've got someone of Shane Van Gisbergen's caliper, it's very hard to get out of bed every morning knowing how you are going to beat this guy. And Cam is showing no signs of being, um, you know, influenced by that or affected by that. He's, he's had his elbows out at times, which is terrific, and he needs to do more of that this weekend to, te- to, you know, to kind of keep his title hopes alive. He's 330 points behind Van Gisbergen Ooh. going into Taylor Bend. Rusty, mate, plenty going on. And, of course, if you do want some more motorsport, grab that fantastic podcast, Rusty's Garage, on the listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R. Rusty, have a lovely weekend, mate. And, gee, that was smooth without Mick. Do I need to put out the smoke signals? Mick, are you okay? Come yeah, in, no. come in, Mick. Yeah, if you find Mick, find our text too if you can. That'll be a mission. All the best, Rusty. See you, guys. Thank you. The Checkered Flag's out for Rusty's Motorsport Update. It's McLaren and Ricardo that win the Italian Grand Prix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Get more good podcasts on the listener app and get into Newtown Toyota East Vic Park. Let their family look after yours.